Pillow and welcome to B&H Gold. Uh, I am H. And that will make me B then. That's correct, yes. And if you haven't been here before, well, yes, it is Beth and Howard. And basically, this is just uh, 10 minutes or so of chat about the golden side of life. In other words, all things cheerful, smiley, happy, giggly, laughy, things that put a smile on your face and celebrate the joy of life rather than the misery, which generally (laughs) is the news which you like. No, it's not. I knew you were going to say that. The thing is, it takes all sorts to make the world go round, doesn't it? But isn't it sad that we are naturally drawn to the more negative side of things? And I don't know whether it's just the way our brains work, whether it's, I don't know, is it some sort of predisposed, I don't know, historical thing that's a programme to help with survival, that we do focus more on the negative things I don't know. Why is that? It's, it's tr- Well, it's no news. I mean, good news yeah. is no news, isn't it? Well, if somebody says something to you, they could say 10 amazing things to you, say one thing that, you know, maybe not so good, and that's the thing you'd remember. Yep. But it is, it is the way it works, isn't it? And, and I sort of, I sometimes have to give up watching the 10pm news on TV because I just think it's so unremittingly depressing. You don't want that before bed. No, exactly. And they used to, and they, they sometimes usually end up with sport or something, and there was I can't remember, there was one of the channels at one stage did have a thing of always ending up with a cheerful, upbeat, happy story about something or someone had done something really good or really nice and it was all very happy and very, very positive. Do you know one of my favourite things to do is to watch news bloopers on YouTube and my absolute faves, and this seems to happen quite a lot, is you see the newsreader reading out about a a person that the police are looking for and they have some sort of photo fit drawing and it just always looks like a complete jumble of features. I would recognise that if I saw it in the street, like really badly drawn. I love that. I used to love the one that was a classic one from one of those shows years ago where they said uh, it was one of those police photo fits and somehow or other, whether it would be, I don't know, a, a cock-up or someone had been messing around and said, do you recognise this man? It was like a stick man. It was like a matchstick man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this man? It's just a matchstick head. It was fantastically bonkers. It'll be all right in the night when they did that interview with the police officer and they were looking oh. for a car and the reporter said, isn't it that one there? Isn't it that one? <laughs> oh, Dennis Norden, I loved It'll Be All Right in the Night. Gone now. Yeah. I know. They I'm still do it. But it's it's, it's narrated same, it? by um, David Williams. It's not quite the I same. I like David Williams, but he doesn't seem a good fit in that to me. No, he doesn't. I don't know. We digress. We digress. Uh, speaking of which, did you see, uh, it'll work well on radio, this, uh, the dog that looks like Ed Sheeran. Oh, no, go on. Uh, so this is, uh, yeah. Is everyone... it Ed Sheeran's dog? Because you're supposed no. to look like your dog. It's a dog it? who looks like Ed Sheeran leaves people in stitches at uncanny resemblance. A dog has captured hearts due to its uncanny likeness to award-winning music artist Ed Sheeran. And whilst most uh, enjoy a laugh, others say its human-like appearance is quite unsettling. It's thought to be been a mix between a, a Lhasa Apso and Shih Tzu. It's captured the hearts of lots of social uh, media uh, after the picture was shared on Reddit. One user wrote, very imaginatively, I thought, this dog looks like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> uh, most of them said it does, although one said uh, it looks more like Frank from Shameless. Here he is. There we are. It's sort of... <laughs> Ooh. Oh. It's not a very happy-looking dog, is it? I know this doesn't I work think, on radio, no. but that just makes it even better. You see, for me, if I'd seen that without it being next to a photograph of Ed Sheeran, I'd have been more Chewbacca. Yeah, it's definitely Chewbacca. I'll yeah. just show it to you, the audience. Here you go. Have this, a look. This is it. Can you see it? I'm holding it in front of the microphone just to... Yeah. There you go. What do you reckon? I do think it's amazing how often like, owners do look like their dogs, though. 
I think if we had a lineup of, and we should do this, this is an experiment. If you had a lineup of 10 dogs and they jumbled up the owners, I reckon we'd be able to pick which dog belonged to who. I saw one exactly like that the other day. There was a sort of slightly curious looking chap I see knocking around Douglas. No names, and I'm not going to take any photos, but he sort of is a certain type beard, long hair, a bit sort of stocky. And uh, yes, and this looks slightly sort of unkempt and slightly rotund. And yes, he had a dog on a lead who sort of had sort of, you know, a long sort of beardy face and long hands, slightly rotund and looked a bit unkempt. And it was, it was like a sort of miniature him on four paws on a lead. I just wonder, maybe you are just drawn to to things that look like you. Um, You're obviously a cat person. Yeah. Do your cats look like you, do you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's difficult. I mean, no one's ever said, gosh, you look like a cat. No. It's uh, unless it, it depends. I think the only thing that might look anything like a cat is when you know the old pencil sharpener. That's about it. That's about it. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Only, That's an yeah. image we didn't need. Why would you even say that? You, I bet you've got one of those um, cat bum things that hold your tea towel, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely you right. Of course you do. But I do use it specifically for the towel that I use for uh, drying out the the uh, poo trays. Honestly, thought you were going to say <laughs> for drying. Your pencil shown. <laughs> have, have we gone too far I yet? Have I we gone have, too far? I don't have a special tell for that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know. I, yes, my dad, he always, when I was very little, my dad always say, never be afraid of, you know, drying off your bits and then cleaning your face. <laughs> that was a thing in your house, was it? Well, okay. with a towel. Right, okay. Yeah. Just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, what about this one? I spotted this the other day, Jeremy Chuckle. A local councillor is resigning because people keep accusing him of being Banksy. Uh, William Gannon said the allegations have been undermining his ability to do the work of a councillor. He's, uh, he's a councillor with Pembroke. He was a councillor with Pembroke Dock Town Council. And, uh, yeah, he's, I suppose it's not funny for the poor guy. He stepped down. This is a little town on the West Coast, 130-odd miles from Bristol, which, of course, where Banksy is famously from. And Mr Gannon has pointed out on social media, as you might be aware, an allegation has been made repeatedly that I am Banksy. I am not Banksy. I am not the artist Banksy. A number of people, however, believe this allegation is true. This is now undermining my ability to do the work of the councillor and council rep properly. I don't want the allegation to undermine the reputation of Pembroke Dock Town Council. And therefore, I've decided to step down as both town councillor and council rep with immediate effect. Oh dear. That's a bit serious. That is a little bit serious. But then if he was Banksy, he wouldn't say he was, would he? Well, exactly. Maybe he's going to go and work in a Banksy. That's terrible. Sorry. That's terrible. Anything else to tickle your fancy? Um, so I've got a story about a woman who fell in love with and married a rag doll that her mother made for her. And she has now, congratulations, had a baby with him. <laughs> Merivone Rocha Moras, who's 37, complained to her mum that she was single and wanted someone to dance with. So her mum got her needle and thread out and created Marcello. Apparently they fell in love and then she has fallen pregnant. She even claimed to put on four pounds during her pregnancy, but not wanting to give birth out of wedlock, she arranged in front of her 250-strong family a wedding and she went on honeymoon in Rio de Janeiro. She said she gave birth to the new ragdoll in a 35-minute labour at home with a doctor and nurse present. She said it was pain-free. We've got some photographs here. Uh, Here's uh, Marcello. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, there she is having a little kiss oh, yeah. on their is she, is wedding she breastfeeding day. breastfeeding it? No, that's the, that's the uh, husband. Oh. There they are walking down the aisle. And, uh, oh, they went on holiday together. So there he is in a little 
Lilo. Oh, he's a handsome lad. Um, Doesn't explain how she managed to get pregnant. Not but, sure, mm. but let's see if there's a, a picture of the baby that I can show you. Oh, there they are. There they are all together. It's a nice little family photograph. They're all dressed in uh, their best country gear. And uh, the baby looks remarkably like the father, actually, so there's no doubting. It's amazing. That the uh, baby does indeed the nurse, the nurse looks... belong to <laughs> Daddy Ragdoll. Suitably happy. Yeah. Do you think she's all right? I mean, mm. you worry about that, don't you, when you think... <laughs> are, they, are they OK? Uh, you OK, hun? I mean, I would say not, actually, if I'm going to be completely honest. But each to their own. And if it makes you happy, if it makes you happy, not? I suppose it's not harming anyone no. in the scale of things. Um, no. I, I like this one as well. Anything vaguely smutty visual always gets my attention. Mum mortified by Boots mix-up as teen gets dirty weekend kit instead of Disney. Ooh. Um, so the, it was a teenage daughter, so it wasn't too bad, realistically. She probably quite enjoyed it. Uh, so, yes, this mum claimed um, Boots sent her teenage daughter the wrong item after she'd ordered online. She was actually after a Disney-themed toiletries kit with sort of, you know, uh, sort of little princess and yeah. whatever, toothbrush and such like. Uh, and what arrived was a dirty weekend away kit. Um, Holly Anderson Ross says 15-year-old Shannon was excited to try her new items, but then slightly surprised when she opened the box of her uh, Disney goodies to do discover Durex Play Lube Gel, Fempresh Daily Wash and Wipes and a packet of 20 Windy's Gel Capsules. Oh, gosh. That's for a dirty weekend. Yeah. She said to her mum, Windy's What do I think capsules. I want lube for? <laughs> <laughs> I think her mum put her straight. <laughs> i tell you what, dear. This is what you do. No, I don't no, know. I'm more alarmed by the fact that that would be... If I ordered a dirty weekend kit and it came with a load of Windy's, I'm not sure I'd be... Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is on the basis of you having a dirty weekend. You're probably going to involve lots of sort of food and beer. And, right, and, yeah. yes. Yeah. Wondered where you were going there. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing on that one. I really, um, really did wonder where you were going. Close to home, any, any, uh, any bloopers you're saying about bloopers? Oh, any gosh, bloopers, we've got local to bloopers to we've got? Um, so this is one of those uh, lessons to us all, really, that you do have to be slightly careful when writing a new script because it can always be taken... One of two ways. First to my, Carson's Pharmacy has been awarded the licence to import and dispense medicinal cannabis products. Amy Griffiths has more. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Possibly not the first time that's, that's, uh, that's happened, but uh, yes. Still good, though. Still good. Top marks for that one. You get a gold star <clears throat> from someone. I'm not quite too sure. Not necessarily management. It has to be said. Uh, right, um, happy foods. Oh, well, it's been ice cream week. It's, which, which ice cream do you go to? I mean, you know, we've been, ice cream appeared at Manx Radio at one stage. What do you go for for an ice cream? Are you a Canetto woman? Do you like, a, do you like um, you know, like just a chocolate finger or what, what are you after? This is interesting because normally I would say no to all ice cream, but just this very week, yeah. no less. Go on. I had an ice cream, um, and I'm I'm a bit classical, really. Was I'm that because it was free? Vanilla. No, it oh. wasn't free. Oh, right. Paid for it. And what was really nice, it was in a place that was open later on in the evening, which I think is just great. And more of, more of this is happening in the Isle late of Man. Late night ice cream bars. Late night ice cream. Not yeah. so late. I mean, 7pm, but still. You to know, be fair, enough. if you go to Peel, people will be having ice cream from one of the ice cream places on Peel Promenade in the middle of December. Oh, no, absolutely. Oh. I wasn't in Peel, actually. But um, it was a very nice ice cream in an, I, I like a cone. A uh, nice crunchy cone. Um, so you're, you're a classic then, am, basically. Yeah. Cone, vanilla yeah. ice cream. Yep. 99? Oh, if I can get one. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yes, one or two fingers. One's enough. Yeah, I thought it might be. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what mine is. Uh, I used to like mint choc chip. I used to like tutti frutti, except I didn't like the fruity bits. I like the tutti, <laughs> so I'd spit out all That's the other bits. That's just you, sort of, isn't it? Yeah. That is but I do you. like quite mint choc chip, and I, salted caramel I quite like. Okay. Although, yeah, it's true, vanilla with a you know a good. The one we always used to love when I was a kid was Port Erin used to do a sombrero pink and white whippy 99, the whippy oh. ice cream, pink and white mixed together and two flakes stuck in. That used to be the Rolls Royce of ice creams in our house. Oh, and it's still pretty good if I see one of those. Yeah. I'd go for it. Uh, okay, Doki, um, what have we got left to think about? Oh, I tell you what, um, Sunny Smile. Anyone giving you a nice smile this week? You've been out and about, down in the shop, at work, anywhere? Um, I tell you what, I was just talking to you before. Chanel, right oh, opposite you and you, she's got a beautiful smile. She has. Honestly, Chanel's one of those people who could light up a room at mm. 10 paces. She really has got one of the most amazing smiles. Um, so she'll probably be our vote for that this week. I haven't actually, unfortunately, been out and about very much because I've been oh dear. at home with the Lurgy. With the Lurgy. The one. There's um, a lot of it about. I did watch a film, though. I watched Eat, Pray, Love, and one of the characters in there, whose name escapes me now, but was somebody in Bali, had a very beautiful smile, and I did think, oh, yeah, smile that lights up the face, because that's it, isn't it? You just, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of sparkle. Well, I'll tell you what, I think Chanel can definitely yes. have a, a sunny smile, and also as chatting, uh, Owen Atkinson, the uh, the Manx bar, oh, yes. comes up, yeah. and, and also Fenella Beach, of course, in, a, in Another Life, and uh, he was up to do a little a poem for uh, Spotlight. He's got a lovely smile, always lights up the room as well. Yeah, yeah beams away and always oh. looks very chappy. So there you go. Owen and Chanel, you have a sunny smile for this week. That's more or less it uh, for B&H for this time around. It uh, just leaves, so we'll leave you with a uh, happy song. I think it's my turn to think it of is. something that always then. makes me smile. And I was just chewing this over earlier on, and I believe it's on the system, so we should be good. It harks back. I still enjoy it now. It harks right the way back to when I was a kid. I used to stomp round the house to this one while mum was doing the hoovering. Nancy Sinatra, these boots will keep on walking. Classic. <laughs> You keep saying you got something for me Something you call love but confess You've been a messin' where you shouldn't have been a messin' And now someone else is getting all your best These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do one of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Yeah You keep lying when you ought to be truthing And you keep losing when you ought to not bet You keep saying when you ought to be a changing Now what's right is right But you ain't been right yet These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you You keep playing where you shouldn't be playing And you keep thinking that you'll never get burned Ha! I just found me a brand new box of matches, yeah And what he knows you ain't had time to learn 
These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Are you ready, Boots? Start walking. <laughs> 